Manimal here. It's Friday, May 12th, and today on Texas Rangers with the boys, we've got a walk-off bunt to talk about. We're going to talk about all the Rangers news and notes. We're going to gush about Nathan Eovaldi. We're going to talk about the Rangers box score from last night, and we're going to finish it off with predictions about the weekends, predictions and previews. So join us today. Texas Rangers with the boys. Welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys, your daily Texas Rangers podcast by a couple of pro wrestlers who love Rangers baseball. This is your boy, Kev, a.k.a. YBK, Kevin Frazier. You can catch me on social media at Kevin Lee Frazier. That is F-R-A-Z-I-E-R. You can also catch our show, Texas Rangers with the boys, on social media as well, TX Rangers WTB. And you can get on our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. All one word. And thank you for making us your first listen every day to get your Texas Rangers news. Joining me, my co-host, uh, nothing fancy to say today. I don't know why, but the 300-pound animal, a.k.a. Bull. How you doing, buddy, and where can they find you on social media? Matt, I'm doing pretty good. we got uh, another thrilling Rangers win to talk about, and uh mm. And they actually saw some pretty good starting pitching from the Oakland days, but uh, scratched some runs across and got a W. And we'll talk about Nathan Eovaldi later and how much I love him. And I'll profess, <laughs> I'll profess that love to him later on in the show. Um, but until then, if you uh, want to find me on the social medias, you can find me at Twitter, um, at Manimal Bull, Instagram, at Manimal300, uh, and TikTok and Facebook are both Bull Pro. One's got the at sign in front of it. The other one's just a friend request away from me and you talking about baseball. <laughs> Love it. Um, let's jump right into it. Uh, you know, these these West Coast games are killer. Um, yeah. We're going to have it, a long year. It, <laughs> it, it really is Friday today when we're recording <laughs> this thing. So I don't think yeah. we're fooling anybody by saying today 400 times a show. Uh, so <laughs> Not at this point. But uh, around the league, uh, let's jump right into it. So uh, a walk-off bunt out in, uh, I believe it was, what, in Kansas City. Uh, yeah, yeah. White Sox and the Royals. Yeah, sometimes you see a walk-off home run. Sometimes you see a walk-off gapper today. The uh, fans in Kansas City who probably appreciated it because there's a bunch of old-school cats that love baseball up there in Kansas City, and they're normally pretty full even if the, if the thing's uh, empty. Or, I mean, if the right. thing's uh, bad. So, uh, they probably appreciated that walk-off bunt. And, I don't know, it looked more like a safety squeeze than a squeeze play, but it didn't matter after he got it down. Right, right. Yeah, pretty cool. The the times are changing in Major League Baseball. The uh, fun times. And, fun times are here. Yeah, the game is definitely See, I uh, told you. some improvement. Man. I told you, like, what, like, in, like, 2007 that we weren't that far away from Whitey Ball again. <laughs> 20 years later hey uh, man that's like more like <laughs> 16 that's not that long a span of time in the in the, in the realm of so, things so tampa bay rays uh speaking of uh times are changing tampa bay rays are at 30 wins uh yeah. thus far with like three mvp candidates on their team as well. yeah they're all probably pitchers good lord um yep. the 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 rays i mean dominate the the Yankees last night, um, they uh, able to get another another W on their ledger, and uh, 
I believe it was another shutout or maybe the the Yanks scored a couple of runs late. I'm not 100% sure. But uh, another really good outing for the uh, the Rays. Uh, yeah, the, the Yankees did score two in the bottom of the ninth in that thing. So it wasn't a shutout like the Rangers game. But, mm, uh, mm, mm. but yeah, the, the Rays, they keep doing it. And, you know, I saw something today where, like, uh, Verlander and Scherzer are costing, like, $86 million. And they've got, I don't know, maybe six starts between the two of them. And the Devil Rays whole – their whole their whole pitching staff is like twenty eight million, and they're they got like a fifteen combined WAR. Well, we we've seen this from Tampa year over year, just not this this profound. Well, um, yeah, and I mean, like we talk about, you know, I mean, they can have a June swoon, and the next thing you know, they're sitting at thirty five, you know, thirty five and thirty five. <laughs> but I doubt that'll happen. But. No, you know, things happen in the big leagues, and they're a good team. But, uh, you know, really good teams lose lose games, you know. Right, right. And, and in baseball, I feel like getting off to a good start is probably more important than any other uh, league. I mean, obviously, you can't get off to an atrocious start in any league either. But I think in baseball, if you're getting off to a rough start can put you in such a big hole that it's very almost improbable to come back. But getting a good lead can carry you through those dog days of the summer. Yeah, because um, everybody's feeling it, you know, everybody. Yep. There aren't, the, it's, there's not as many teams surging in in July, August, as there are in April and May. So, you know, you just kind of, you kind of live it out in those those dog days of summer and in July and August and the beginning of September. And then, um so a couple of guys that we talked about during the off season, one guy I was kind of hoping the Rangers would get, cause I felt like he might have a surge or have a, what do you call it? Like a resurgence of his career. Uh, but Cody Bellinger uh, definitely off to a great start. Uh, and also Joey Gallo is kind of back to Joey Gallo, you know, the 200 batting yeah. average with the, with the 870 ops. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, it doesn't I, seem I, like it makes any sense, I, but yeah, but I feel sense. like uh, yeah, Gallo has been, pretty good and he's playing all over the field for Minnesota wherever they need him every night and he's played some left he's played some right he's played some first so you know I think Gallo uh getting out of New York probably helped him he was good in Texas uh you know like like you said you know he's got that 200 batting average but he's got that 871 ops and you know I mean that's that's pretty good no matter what your batting average is because I mean, he gets on base a lot. And I, I mean, he had an RBI today that was just a just a walk. And yeah. and Bellinger, I mean, he's been kind of doing it all for the Cubs, and uh, you know, he's playing every day in center field, and and he's hitting at the plate, and and I think his ops is somewhere around there what Joey Gallo's is. Hey, yeah, he's like eight ninety. Yeah, yeah, nine so, stolen bases for Bellinger too. Yeah, he's so, doing so doing good it for all. him. Yeah, so can good. we? Good for those we, guys, and they're going to get paid next year if they can keep up what they're doing right now. No, I agree, and I, I, I've always kind of liked Cody Bellinger, so I guess I'm kind of secretly pulling. Man, but man, when, we, they, when the when the Dodgers blew it against the Astros, I, I swore off all those guys unless Clayton Kershaw pitches here. <laughs> so, so can we start calling uh, Josh Smith like Baby Gallo? Because he's kind of like the same guy. <laughs> like he's got the, 
without the without uh, the slug, but he's getting on base. Like he gets on base, but he hits. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't know because the slug is so important to be Joey Gallo. Of course, but he's like course. he's like like uh, like if, if Joey Gallo were like a small person. Yeah, that's baby Gallo. Yeah, yeah, baby. Like, but he's like an actual baby. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, can can you draw that? Can we get the, can we get a rendering of that? We, from, we might, yeah, we might you know, get that up on the website. I'll, co- I'll commission that if someone wants to yeah. draw that out there. Just let me know <laughs> if you want to give me a baby gallo with Josh Smith and his bandana. You know, you get like one of those, like when you go to like the state fair and they draw. Yeah, like yeah, those, that's exactly those... <laughs> what I want too, with like his helmet falling off, but you can like see like his helmet in the picture and he's got his bandana and make sure yep. you catch catch that wedding ring on there, you know, do it all. Yep. Get Josh, get Josh Smith at his fullest. And then yep. just put baby Gallo over the top. of yep. That's all I need. Yeah. That, yep. It's not asking sounds, for too much. I don't think. It sounds great. So one other thing that I feel like is kind of a hot topic and it's become a hotter, like more of a hot topic as the, as the kind of the days have gone on. And obviously it was a hot topic for the Rangers, but it seems like a hot topic around the league. And that's just the desperation for bullpen, um, it seems like the Rangers are certainly not the only team having this problem right now. Yeah, yeah. our our old friend who we we pulled for this guy in the spring, uh, yep. Reyes Moranta. He uh, he signed a minor league deal today with the Angels, and former Ranger catcher uh, Mieris Villalora. He also signed with the Angels today. So yeah, there's some desperation going on in Southern California. And uh, you know they're 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 looking for help in in places that maybe the Rangers already looked. Well, and also like we've also talked a little bit about how our AAA uh, team has been getting cherry picked with some of those guys that we signed to non roster invites mm-hmm. or, or whatnot. Those guys are getting cherry picked off the off of there too. So again, it's it's I think it's it's kind of around the league and. Well, and with those guys that aren't on major league deals in minor league teams, I mean, it's the wild, wild west because the moment that those guys have a, an opportunity to pitch in the big leagues, they're gone. Right. I mean, and, and no one in Texas's front office is going to keep uh, you know, uh, Dominic Leone or Zach Lytle or even like if Jacob Burns or somebody like that, that the, there was something there for those guys in the big leagues that they were not going to keep them from that. They'll go no. find another piece like a Reyes Maranta or something like that and have him pitch in AAA and get your depth back. And, you know, they lost a little bit of depth today. Um, I don't know if we're going to – we'll talk about that in a minute. I'll let you get to that. But, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a stinky cologne there in Southern California when when those are the guys that you're going out and getting. And, but, you know, minor league deals are just depth, and, and we'll just kind of see how that pans out for those two guys too. Right, and obviously love Reyes Maranta here on the show. But um, moving into speaking of the Rangers, let's go ahead and get he, into our. He's like our a Rangers five news. seven manimal. I love it. <laughs> I want to see him and Yahil Pozo like as a battery. I should have, uh, yeah, like mates. <laughs> no. I want to see. I want to see them meet after the game at the like after a win. You know, like in the middle of the Walk field, like the, yeah, 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 like. Uh, that's what I want to see. I don't care about the battery, man. We'll see that anytime. Oh, I mean, Sandy <laughs> Leone and Reyes Maranta would be a good one too. So let's not, yeah. we've got, we've got options here. Yeah. Leone's got, definitely got a wide, uh, a wide base. Definitely. So, uh, 
let's just talk about the Rangers and some really cool, uh, just little stats on here, Rangers. And I'll just run through them and then I'll let you, let you, uh, jump on what you, whatever you want to talk about, but Rangers lead the AL West by three and a half games. Uh, they won five of their last six, uh, third place in the American league. They crept their way back up. They kind of fell down to like six. I want to say at one point and final thing, they are nine and six versus teams over 500. So I'll, I'll throw those out there for you to, to pick and choose what you want to do with them. Yeah. And those numbers will change too. Cause, uh, teams are getting closer to 500 that they've beaten. And, mm-hmm. Um, like Seattle is a win away from being on that 500. Um, so, true. you know, we'll, uh, and so Philadelphia as well, um, you know, a win tomorrow and they're on that as well. Um, uh, you know, Cincinnati is really the only bad team that they didn't beat like they should have. Um, Arizona is a winning team. So there's, there's teams that they should have beat and they didn't beat, but at the, I mean, at the end of the day, they're tracking at 23 and 14. They've won five of their last six. Um, Will Smith has three saves now since the, uh, um, the, the, the Los Angeles debacle. And, uh, you know, he had another strikeout tonight, which makes his total six of his last seven batters that he's faced that he struck out. And, uh, you know, we're, we're kind of seeing him get a lot of swing and miss on that deep slider. 80 miles an hour. The guy goes out there, throws 80 miles an hour and mows him down. I love well, it. Well, he gets them off balance by their thinking he's going to throw them 80 miles an hour and he throws them a 94 mile an hour fastball right on the corner. Yep. And then, it, then you're not seeing anything that isn't 80 miles an hour from there. And then you got to start thinking about, is he going to dot me with that fastball again? So you know, yeah. I mean, Will Smith, he's crafty and he's, he's a good, he's a good bullpen hand and he has been for a lot of years. So, you know, it, it's just getting innings in the, those late innings and, or getting, you know, outs in those late innings. And, and he's done that uh, ever since the, the Los Angeles game where, where Kevin proclaimed himself to be 100% completely done with Will yeah. Smith. I was done with Will Smith, but uh, but like he, I told you last got game, it. I told you, I Kevin told you he was going to get it together, and there he did. Kevin got hit in his face with his knee. He jerked so hard on that reaction. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's, that, but anyway, that's what happened I mean, to my voice. There's going <laughs> to be other nights where Will Smith has issues, and we're going to have to deal with it. But uh, he's been he's been pretty good on this road trip outside of that one start, or I mean that one finish with Anaheim and uh, you know, that, that's all you could ask for. Um, so we briefly touched on the Evaldi and uh, you know, I'll, I'm going to say one thing about him. I've already kind of went off on my thing on him just because some of the stuff he's been doing, you just don't see uh, in this era of baseball, but right now Evaldi is halfway to Oral Hershiser's 56 scoreless innings at 28 and two thirds. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm done. Yeah. I know you got, know uh, he, you got some stuff you want he to say. Ha, he has been everything that you could ask for from a, a guy that, honestly, for what you're getting right now from him uh, and what in his last three starts, he's lowered his ERA by three points, three runs. Uh, right. he's, I mean, but what you've gotten from him this season is almost a quality start every time out. Even when he gives up a couple of runs here and there, uh, you know, I mean, he, he keeps it at six innings and three earned. He's only had one start this year that wasn't um, a, a really quality start. 
against the Royals, and then he came back the next week on their home field and shut them down. So, you know, uh, Evaldi's been fantastic. You can't ask for anything more. And like I said, relatively cheap on the starting pitching market. And a lot right. of that is because he has injury issues, and he has in the past. But, man, somebody's got to pitch those innings, and you can't just expect Nathan Evaldi to not be healthy because the past he wasn't healthy. I mean, like you can't, you just can't go into the season thinking that. And I mean, I know everybody wants to say, oh, well, DeGrom's on the DL, but like they're taking it slow with DeGrom. They're not in any hurry. And they've been getting, you know, they've been getting those good outings from Dane Dunning since DeGrom's <laughs> went on the IL. But with, with Eovaldi, it's not just the pitching. It's not like every, everybody that you, you hear talk about him, the, the, they talk about how how instrumental he is to the whole pitching staff. That like it's not just him when he goes out every fifth day. It's him when he's watching other guys bullpens, helping other guys with their mechanics. John Gray made it a a, a point to talk about how much Nathan Yavaldi had helped him just in the last you know, in between starts this last time to get him more right with his mechanics. And, and John Gray went out there and he was, he was, I mean, delightfully good yeah. for, for seven yeah. innings the other day. And, yeah. and I mean, and Dane Dunning, the same thing today on the telecast whenever, or yesterday, because it's now after midnight, but yesterday uh, on the telecast though, I mean, we're talking, Dane Dunning was gushing over how good he, you know, how much he helps him um, in between starts and how he relies on going to him whenever in, be- in between his starts to get, well, you know, help with his mechanics, help with what he should be throwing more of, what he, you know, and then he talked about that cutter that we talked about last night he's throwing more of, you know, that confidence to throw that is because, you know, Evaldi is kind of, helped him get in the groove with, with doing that. And, you know, Evaldi, he throws like five pitches. So, I mean, yeah. he's got he's got a ton of stuff that he's got to keep his arm angles all the same on and all of that stuff. So, you know, I mean, it, it just there's, there's a lot to be said about a guy that not only takes on his work, but everybody else on the team's work too. Yeah, and I would say my final – Point. I kind of made this point before, but I just think it needs to be said again. It's not just what he's doing. It's when he's doing it. When our ace pitcher went down, it's like he immediately and, stepped right into that role and like took, took the staff and put it on his back. And you just can't, you can't, there's no real way to like quantify how big that is. Yeah. And it's just a real step in the right direction for Rangers pitching. Yeah. Um, speaking of Rangers pitching, Dane Dunning, uh, we just brought him up. He is tied for first, probably not after tonight, but up going into tonight. He was tied for first with Eovaldi as the, the top pitcher in war on the team. So highest valued guy on the team right now, besides yeah, Eovaldi, is, is Dane as, Dunning. As a guy that's under control. Uh, all these all these uh, all these guys that are under huge contracts that are in the pitching staff and and you're getting your best work right now from a guy that's got uh what probably at least four more years here after this one even maybe three but yeah dunning's been great he's finding his groove and and we talked about it a minute ago nathan evaldi's kind of helped him with that and and, you know, good on dane dunning because i've won i've been pulling for this kid ever since uh, you know the lance lynn trade 
can we talk about Corey Seager at Round Rock since this is not the down on the farm? Uh, yeah, the boy Co- show? Corey Seager isn't on Round uh, or, uh, Frisco. <laughs> I'm sorry, Frisco. Uh, Frisco. Yeah. Yes, yes. Corey, Corey Seager's not on Frisco. We're, we'll, we'll talk about this for sure. Um, and this is the only thing we'll talk about. If you want anything else, you have to go to Texas Rangers with the boys <laughs> premium site down on the farm with the boys. But uh, um, let's see. Oop, I pulled the wrong one up real quick. Uh, well, he was um, one for three with a double. Yeah, that, one. I know off the top of my head. One for three with a double, two RBIs. Um, you know, looked looked good in the at bat that I saw. Uh, um, laced one off the wall and got got uh, two bags out of it. So. You know, I mean, hey, he's going to DH tomorrow, and we may even see him in the lineup as early as Saturday against Oakland. Yeah. We'll just see yeah, what happens. Really Frisco's really close to an airport, so <laughs> really, you can really, get him where he needs to be, right? Yeah, really so. exciting. Uh, go out to the game. Uh, the Rangers come back home against Atlanta. Go check out that game May 17th because it is Josh Young, Texas Tech, bobblehead night. Uh, I would cool. I wouldn't. Cool. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't decorate my trash can with something with Texas Tech on it. It's a cool bobblehead, though. That's that's a pretty creative idea. To get I know, like, to the game. Nice though. Yeah, that that is interesting. <laughs> you know, speaking of uh, getting people to come out, sure. We at uh, Texas Rangers with the boys, we have cool. been trying to get people to come out to these Matt War Pro wrestling shows oh. in Fort Worth. And that's not going to change today. Today, no. we're still going to do that because May 26th, Slam and Destroy, it's going down. The Trinity River yeah. is being defended for the crowd champion. Brett McKenzie is defending the title against Damo McCullough. Um, uh, if you were at Trouble on the Trinity 2, you know that Damo McCullough probably should have won the Trinity Heritage River Trinity River Heritage title, or at least his partner Brick Savage should have. But right. neither one of those guys, neither one of those guys did win the title. Brent McKenzie won the title. So if you want to see the very first title defense, Brent McKenzie, come on out May 26th, uh, Southside Preservation Hall uh, on Lipscomb and Allen in Fort Worth, right across the street from the brand-new skate park. Um, if you want, before the show, bring bring your skateboard, get you some grinds in or whatever you do with the skateboard, maybe an ollie or uh, something. I don't know. I'm not. I weigh 300 pounds. We don't skateboard. We fall. No. But anyways, May 26th, I'll be wrestling. Come out and watch me wrestle. Kevin will be singing the anthem. That sounds like something I, uh, you know, May or may not want to hear, but I'm going to listen anyways because he's my friend. He's my friend. I heard this guy. We were in the road together for a lot of years. I mean, I've heard this guy sing, so I'm I'm tentative but uh, optimistic. Uh, so so join us May 26th. This is seven o'clock bell time. Um, one more time, Brent McKenzie, Damo McCullough, the first time ever this Trinity Trinity River Heritage title will be defended. I tried to get a plug in there for my old Trinity Trojans, but that didn't work. So join us Friday, May 26th, Southside Preservation Hall. Southside Preservation Hall. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, a couple more things before we get into this box score. Uh, Ian Kennedy uh, has been DFA'd, and John King has been recalled, which – 
not only is that a move, but it also brings a plot. Oh, a plot. It's interesting. That. It's interesting. Yeah. yeah, like the more I think about it, the more I become more intrigued with it. Because Ian Kennedy getting DFA'd is kind of expected. I'm not going to say that uh, I, they were going to just carry Ian Kennedy off of reputation from, I don't know, two years ago here. So expected. Um, but the thing is, is that opened up a roster spot and, and John King doesn't fill that. He only fills the 26 man roster spot. He is already on the 40 man roster before the, the, uh, the Kennedy release. So what that may, it just makes you wonder why is that? Why do the Rangers who have carried 40 men since basically the rule five draft, why do all of a sudden they have an open roster spot on May 11th? Yeah. Yeah. So, it's, I to? mean, it's – and you know what? Like I, like I told you earlier, I'm going to sit back. I'm going to let CY cook. I'm not going to – I'm not going to – you know, I mean, there's, there's guys in Kansas City. There's guys in Chicago. There's guys in other places where they're starting off slow. Um, but I don't know. You know, I have no idea what the plan is and uh, – so I'm just going to let CY do his thing, let him cook a little bit, and see what uh, becomes of that extra 40-man roster spot that opened up today. Absolutely. It could be Absolutely. just for a minor league guy that they're, that they're liking, like Cody Bradford, that they might think might be get, you know, pushed into long relief or something or a spot start. I, you know, I, don't, I have no idea. Well, how but, about this? But it's definitely fun I- to think about it. Well, how about this for tomorrow? Since we're doing predictions tomorrow, let's have our realistic prediction for who that might be. If if this spot doesn't get filled, oh, we don't, this is this, this is, is tomorrow. We, this is oh, geez. Yeah. Well, okay. How about this? How about this on our down? We will record it down on the farm with the boys show. Okay. Uh, a little extra bonus. Uh, well, or we could do it at the end of the show. But who we think who we think it's going to be. Or, and who our long shot is like, like who are kind of, oh man, this would, this would really fool everybody. Uh, maybe we'll do that at the end of the show. How do you okay. feel about that? Fair, fair enough. Yeah. If we've got time okay. at the gives end, us we'll do it. Time yeah. To, yeah. It's give yeah. us a little time to think about it. So let's get into this box score. Texas Rangers uh, win four to nothing. Yeah. They, uh, versus uh, uh, Oakland A's. They got a uh, home run from Marcus Simeon. Um. And then uh, right behind that, uh, Grossman. And this is third time through the lineup. They, the uh, the Athletics, uh, they sent Louis Medina to the hill, who uh, we didn't know a lot about, and he wasn't scheduled to pitch as of last night, so we didn't really have a scout on him for yesterday's show. But he actually pitched really well. This was a kid that had like a 12-and-a-half ERA, and he went out and gave him six innings today. And the you know a quality start, um, but the Rangers got to him there a little bit in the uh, in the fifth and in the sixth, um, and uh, the, you know they scratched one in the fifth, if I remember correctly. Let me get the summary here. Um, yeah, they scratched one on a uh, Leody Tavares two out single, which nice to see. Yep, uh, and then. Simeon homered in the top of the sixth and uh, Grossman doubled right behind that. And then he came around to score on a wild pitch with the Dallas Garcia at the plate. Yeah. And then uh, the seventh day, 
they scratched one more. They had first and third, one out, and Sam Huff avoided a double play. Um, and Jonah Heim scored on that to get uh, Sam Huff a, uh, an RBI in his first at bat tonight. And uh, Jonah Heim scores another run. But, uh, you know, the four runs, four runs was more than enough for Nathan Ivaldi tonight. Um, he, he goes eight and two thirds, uh, scoreless ball. And uh, Will Smith comes in when he gets a couple of runners on base in the ninth inning. And uh, Will Smith strikes out the, the uh, guy that he faces. And the Rangers, you know, uh, uh, not bad tonight for being one, one for seven with runners in scoring position. And, uh, you, you know, uh, guys left out in scoring position with two outs was not very good today. But they did have the two-out RBI from Tavares. And, um, you know, uh, Simeon keeps doing his thing. And it kind, of, it kind of feels like every time that uh, every time that Simeon um, every time that Simeon comes to the plate right now, that something special might happen. And uh, you know, it feels like once a game it does. Yeah, yeah. And again, I I, I keep feeling like at some point he's going to be making a case if he keeps going the way he's going uh, for MVP. I just I don't I don't if the Rangers continue down the path they're well, down. Obviously on the pitching side you've got a totally different story and those guys and, don't usually win MVP, but as soon as Simeon as soon as Seeger went down, Simeon started to step up and, and the as soon as kind of look back. And and as soon as Seeger gets back, some of that pressure comes off of Simeon and uh you know he 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 can you know relax a little bit more and and then really find his groove, you know. I mean remember <laughs> last year Remember last year, he didn't hit his first home run until like May 28th. Yep. And I think tonight was his seventh home run. Yeah. Seven, yeah, home, seven runs. home runs. And uh, yesterday we saw it on, uh, or two days ago against Seattle in Castillo, we saw it on the high hard one. And uh, mm-hmm. today, uh, um, I want to say that kid's Medina, um, yeah. Louis Medina. He hit the slider. Yeah, he said the. Yeah, he got a cement mixer just right there that hung right in the middle <laughs> of the, the plate. So good on him. You got to hit it, you know. So uh, good win for the Rangers. Five out of their last six, and they'll move on tomorrow, and they'll continue with the A's. And uh, after we, after we tell you about premium, our premium uh, uh, content, we'll uh, we'll go over these three games this with the A's but first we have to tell you you know today th- these are the guys who pitched in the Rangers uh, minor league system today Cole Wynn, Jack Leiter Kumar and I, could, I couldn't tell you on the down east side it might have been Porter I'm not 100% sure but anyways the all the guys went today so me and Kevin we're going to talk about it tomorrow and we're going to get a show out Actually, we're going to talk about it later today, and hopefully we get it out Saturday morning. But we're going to tell you all about what happened this week so far in the first half of the games um, for the for the, the Downey Stucks, the Hickory Crawdads, the Frisco Rough Riders, and the Round Rock Express. And if you want to hear what we have to say about those minor league teams or if you want to get more acquainted with minor league players or the minor league system in general, please feel free to click on our premium site Give us that $1.99, 
and you can start learning everything you wanted to know about minor league baseball prospects, who, who guys are that are prospects, who are guys that are just filling roles. So join us uh, every, uh, every couple of days. We'll try and put one of these out or at least a couple of times a week, uh, as long as we don't have anything going on that uh, portrayal that keeps us from doing it. And we've got some more ideas that are going to maybe start happening here in the future. So join us down on the farm with the boys, premium site, $1.99. Kev, back to you. Um, just real quick, it was Gessner that pitched for uh, Gessner. Okay. Yeah, he had a good outing, but we're not going to talk about that. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Uh... We'll talk about it later today when we when we do our show. Exactly, exactly. So we're going to talk about this uh, this Oakland series coming up. For I still think they're big games. Uh, I think you got to win oh, this series. These are you just you got to. Well, in winning this series, I mean, like we were talking about yesterday, that gives you a against all four teams in your division on the road mm-hmm. on the road that's a big deal that's a, that's something Huge. special yeah i mean for a team that was you know picked to be third or fourth fourth a lot of people a lot of people said this team that has these five guys starting baseball games for them are going to be fourth in that division god bless mm-hmm. the oakland athletes uh, athletics for being so awful that they didn't think that the rangers <laughs> I like good lord but anyways tomorrow martin perez takes the hill for the rangers he's four and one with a 386 a 386 earned run average and uh ken waldachuk is going to be taking the uh, mound for the a's he's a six foot four southpaw um he's one and two with a 7.25 era through 36 innings this uh, season he does have 31 strikeouts so he is a strikeout pitcher but uh rangers i imagine they'll send a bunch of righties to the hill to counter that tomorrow night and then uh saturday the rangers are going to go back to john gray who um who pitched much better in his last outing and the a's are going to counter him with uh, jp sears who, if you remember correctly, a couple of weeks ago when the Rangers played the Athletics, Sears was the guy that they had him on the ropes early in the game. And once he was able to work around that, he settled in nicely and and, uh, ended up uh, pitching a game that the Rangers lost to the A's earlier in the season. And that's a 3.07 start time on Saturday. Um, And then then Sunday, uh, Andrew Heaney, is going to be going for the Rangers. He's two and three with a 5.25 earned run average. I thought he was better his last outing. Um, he was on the tough side of a, a good pitching performance from uh, George Kirby, but uh, he'll be he'll be facing off with Drew Rasinski, a six-two right-hander for the A's uh he's 0 and 3 right now with an 8.16 ERA in 14 innings and uh um the Rangers once the guys that the A's are sending to the hill you got to feast you got to feast yeah. the the best ERA that you're going to see for the whole weekend is what like 5 554 so the Rangers got a feast and they got to go out there and win some, win some games this weekend. And, and, you know, I feel like they need to take three or four. I, I totally, I, I can't agree with you more. Um, and as far as 
I'm concerned. I've got nothing left to add. If you don't mind, I could take us home tonight. I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling up for it. Oh, you're feeling, you're feeling good tonight. You got, you got it in you. What do you, what don't you want to do a prediction real quick? Oh, we do have predictions. No, forget oh, man, that. And, you can and, take it home. Let's do, you take you, it home. Let's do some you, so you do got, you start since I mean every time we okay. do this I mean last time we tied but yeah we've tied actually the last two times but today I mean maybe we'll have a different opinion yeah I mean I I can't say anything but the Rangers take the next three games uh I just I, I the pitching that they're going up against they have to win these games it's just you know obviously there's there's we as we've seen that sometimes that's the way baseball go but. I just can't see a, a good scenario where the Rangers uh, don't win three of these. These uh, just win this thing outright. Yeah, uh, unless something goes really wrong for one of these guys throwing this weekend, um, three is definitely uh, doable. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go safety squeeze on this guy right here, and I'm gonna say they take okay. two or three. Okay. Two or three on this win the series three games out of four. And they uh, come home to play the Braves with a, a happy flight home on Sunday. So, and what would that be if they take three or four? That would be a, what, a seven and three, a seven and three against the division. Yeah, yeah, be pretty, pretty impressive. Four and eight, or even more exciting. Yeah, yeah, I can't disagree there. Um, so, who do you who you got for the? Uh, who you got for the – who do you think the, the 40th man is? Oh, man. Uh, you know what? I I think uh, CY has something in store for us. I don't think it's a guy that we have currently in our in our system. Okay. And then – so that's your safe pick. So who's your – who do you want it to be? I kind of want it to be some kind of flamethrower or somebody that's got 97, 98 that can, uh, you know, come out of the bullpen. And I don't think they really have that on in their minor league system besides maybe Alex Spees. And he's still a little ways away. So I, I kind of want it to be like uh, uh, Amir Garrett or somebody like that that that's, throws hard. You know, can get outs. I don't know. I mean, we'll just see. Maybe a change of scenery. You know, who knows? I'm going to go with, um, and again, that person kind of the same. Uh, I'm going to go with that. They they don't they don't feel that for a, a little bit, and they just kind of let into that role. Um, if someone doesn't earn the right to to get on that 40 man roster. Uh, they may just leave it at 39 and, and have that spot open when they need it. Uh, my okay. hope, um, and that's totally possible. It would be a little unprecedented, but it's still possible. Uh, my hope, I think I'm kind of in line with you. Uh, I'd like to see them bring in, um, you know, somebody that can really make a huge impact on the bullpen. I know we might have to give up something for it, uh, but as long as it's not, Pitching, uh, I'm, well, pretty and, I'm pretty happy and, with it. And never forget that prospects are not just there to win with the ball club in the future. They're also there to get the ball club to a winning scenario. So, you know, you can't always look at a prospect and be like, oh, man, I'm mad that they traded that guy. Sometimes you got to look at it and say, like, this is a move that we needed to make to get to that next level. And there's a – 60% chance that kid never pans out or even pitches in the big leagues. Yep. 100%. 100%.
Well, you can take us home tonight. All right. I'm, I'm well, talked out. Thanks. You can have it. Thank, thank you for joining <laughs> us on Texas Rangers with the boys. That's our show for the evening. For Kevin, this is Bull. Join us on social media, Texas with TX Rangers, WTB, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Also, check out our website, www.texasrangerswiththeboys.com. All one word. All one word. All one word. For Kevin, this is Bull. We are the boys signing out.